This is Get Real About Marketing, the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. We've got a very good one for you today, as per. So, Amy, what are we talking about today? So, today we're talking about reactive marketing and how that differs to proactive marketing. Um, We're going to explain how it could be good for your brand, how it could be risky, and also showing some examples of where it's worked really well and not so well. So getting straight into it, reactive marketing is an unexpected but relevant and humorous campaign, ad or social media post that responds to the latest events, shows or news. Uh, So it helps a brand engage with the audience and gain more impressions and recalls. So how this differs to proactive marketing, well, proactive marketing refers to well-planned campaigns, ads and social media posts. Uh, Companies release these posts and ads at a certain time, uh, meaning they prepare campaigns in advance for certain holidays and events. So for proactive, we've got our Christmas posts, we've got our Halloween posts, we've got stuff that maybe as a graphic designer I'll prepare six months in advance yeah so stuff that's like got a date in the calendar yeah so it's ready you've thought about it you know we've all kind of worked as a team to brainstorm they're ready to go whereas reactive something might be happening on telly you know a big scandal might have happened on Long island so oh (laughs) should we should we like hop on the back of this that sort of thing yeah would you say that reactive marketing has seen a rise in recent years compared to I definitely think that. I think the sort of humour is changing on social media and a lot of it is around reactive marketing, especially the examples that we're going to read out today um, have been huge, some of them, and, and it gets people speaking. So I've definitely seen a lot more of it. I'd say I definitely agree. I've definitely seen more of it now than in recent years. Obviously, it's been a thing... But I think more brands are trying it out um, because it works with the audiences because obviously everyone is aware of what's happening. Yeah, and it goes back down as well to, like, authenticity. It feels like you're speaking to that brand on a personal level, especially, again, with the examples uh, that we're going to read out. It's sort of, like, speaking to them on a a personal level almost it's it's strange but it's really i do find it really interesting actually how we keep coming back to authenticity it's it's a really key element yeah it's definitely a pattern in brands becoming likable yes absolutely so mia what are the benefits of reactive marketing so Responding to real-time events, news, topics and even TV shows makes a brand appear more relevant and relatable. It's also likely that the content will receive more impressions than usual, given that numerous people will already be actively engaged with or aware of the topic at that particular time. So because, say, something in the news has happened, obviously everyone's aware of that. Yeah. The brand will hop on the back of that. Yeah, usually with something humorous that will you know, spark intrigue and engagement. So everyone, because everyone's aware of that one social event, more people are going to be interested in this. Yeah. Like, it's not, they're not marketing a niche. It's to the mass. Yeah. So it's going to gain more traction, isn't it? So we've had a little 
dig around to find some good examples of reactive marketing that have had a success. So I think we should have a little discussion. Obviously, you can't see what we're looking at, so we will either link the images or we will describe them the best we can. I'll let you go first, Amy. So I'm going to speak about a really recent one um, to begin with. Um, And I think it's quite a strong example of how brands are using reactive marketing. Um, So Aldi have been jumping on the Love Island series and posting memes using scenes from the show. Um, So I've got in front of me a screenshot from Twitter of a a tweet that they posted. Um, And it's a picture of a scene from Love Island where one of the the people in the villa called Ekinsu uh, is crawling on the floor on on the balcony. Um, And this... Uh, everybody was speaking about this on Twitter, on social media, uh, having a bit of a joke about it. So Aldi have put this post out with the caption, us hiding from our lawyers when we put out a risky tweet, hashtag Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was like a really creative way of um, putting out something a bit different to what other brands have been doing as well. Um, it's not necessarily speaking about their product, um, but Aldi have gotten themselves a bit of a reputation over the past six months or so with everything that went on with Colin the Caterpillar mm-hmm. yeah. um, so they are quite like if you want to say a risky brand in the sort of messages that they put out so I think that really relates to their brand as well as as well as incorporating Love Island which is a big topic at the moment I mean the amount of people that actually tweet about it's trending every night yeah it's always got thousands and thousands and thousands of tweets underneath the hashtag so it makes sense for them to try and tap into that and i mean you can see that they've done it well because they've got 12.9k likes not an easy feat really but they've done it and they'll they'll keep out they've rolled out a few of those haven't they yeah they're literally posting a love island meme almost every night and each one i assume will be getting similar yeah, a lot of, you know, there is some that aren't maybe doing as well as others. The majority of them are doing really, really well. But people find that funny and then they, they like it, so then they end up liking the brand, they end up using them, and it's such a, it's a tweet. Yeah, so I actually have another example of Aldi's, not Love Island. This is from, I think, maybe last week, the 16th of June. Um, this is when Microsoft announced that it was the end of Internet Explorer. Again, loads of brands posting that they're devastated. Aldi then retweeted a picture of the Internet Explorer logo, which they captioned, the one thing we can't replicate in the middle aisle. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was hilarious. Again, they're using their sort of riskiness and calling the caterpillar yeah. and, you know, replicating items, which... Mm-hmm. you know the, yeah. the shouting about yeah 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 <laughs> basically they're not shy about the fact that their products are very similar <laughs> to other products <laughs> um but yeah i thought that was hilarious but that actually didn't do as well as i thought it would oh, didn't it? um it still has 242 likes at the moment um but i thought that one would have done much better um but i guess you can't win with everything no that's true especially if they're doing a lot of reactive marketing with their tweets 
I guess not everyone's going to hit the mark. No, I'd say mostly like the majority of um, the Twitter posts on on uh, for Aldi are reactive marketing. Mm. So in February 2018, KFC released a statement and it was very clever. I mean, I remember it very well. Um, and it struck a chord with a lot of people because it was kind of it well it's a bit cheeky you know it's a good play on words so basically delivery problems caused hundreds of kfc restaurants in the uk to close because there was a shortage of chicken at a kfc restaurant (laughs) so in order to apologize they released a poster and it was a bucket an empty bucket and instead of kfc they'd swap the letters around and it said (laughs) fck which i think we all know what that means so after appearing only once in two national newspapers the apology was shared to over 200 million through socials and it reached over 700 million with editorial coverage and that was only in two newspapers i mean i'm not surprised because i absolutely love that message that they give out it's taking something that's you know quite serious for them and and putting maybe like a fun light on it for social media um which sort of takes off the you know the seriousness of it all i think you know kfc is a chicken restaurant and they're running out of chicken and people are going to be like oh what okay you know <laughs> and like i guess it's inconvenient for a few people that really wanted their chicken then they released that and it's like oh okay i can forgive them yeah i can forgive them they're always sort of like mocking themselves yeah definitely and obviously like it's never happened again since so they pretty much spun it back in their favour um, and I think they won back the people that they'd kind of annoyed. So I think that's a really, really successful example of reactive marketing. Yeah, it's definitely something that they probably didn't expect to happen. Made something good out of it. And they kind of... It's a bit iconic, actually. <laughs> it's one of those one of those ones that you remember and think, wow, yeah. <laughs> Round of applause, because... Very clever. Very, very clever. So, on to the next one. Um, This example was the talk of LinkedIn at the time. Um, When Drake released his album, his sixth album, uh, Certified Loverboy, brands were actually providing their own take on the artwork. So, the original cover uh, shows 12 pregnant women emojis, and that is all. Um... So brands were like taking emojis or their own emojis and sort of swapping them out. Uh, So Adobe created their own um, and they posted it onto Twitter with the title Certified Creative Boy. Uh, And they showed 12 emojis um, of a laptop user with different Adobe programs on them, such as Illustrator, Acrobat, Creative Mm -hmm. uh, Cloud... Um, and other bits like that. Uh, so KFC again. We love KFC. Brilliant reactive marketing. Uh, posted another one with the caption "Certified Chicken Lover," which <laughs> 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 is so cheesy, but yeah. I absolutely love it. Um, so there's they had twelve KFC bucket emojis in different colours, uh, and there was loads of brands hopping on this as well, like Pepsi, Doritos, Shopify. 
absolutely loads and this was yeah the talk of linkedin the talk of social media everybody was sharing them everywhere i remember you being like oh look at this because you were loving it you were scrolling through and there's loads and loads and loads and loads and loads it was the captions for me yeah kfc certified (laughs) i mean (laughs) (laughs) so clever though it is clever and again it's so simple it's so simple, yet the engagement and people are lapping it up. They love it. Yeah. Yeah, Adobe's got um, 50.7k likes. And I think that says it all. That definitely says it all. And that's just likes. The amount of people that will have actually seen, it's kind of like, oh. What other examples? <clears throat> what other examples do you bring me, Mia? <laughs> Well, Amy, I bring you two more examples. Okay. Would you like to hear them? Yes, please. So you've heard of Beyonce. Of course. Everybody's <laughs> heard of Queen Bee. Queen Bee. <laughs> <laughs> so she has a clothing line called Ivy Park. And a few years ago, she released a new collection. Um, track suits, um, kind of athletic wear. And the colour scheme was dark kind of maroon and orange now that happened to bear a very similar resemblance to the Sainsbury's uniform (laughs) (laughs) so Sainsbury's took note of this and they actually came back with an image of their uniform and over it it says the original (laughs) claiming well it is literally the same shade it is the exact same (laughs) colours actually which is yeah and they hashtag this with hashtag Sains Bay. <laughs> Very That's simple. Brilliant. They only released one image, um, making light of the situation, obviously having a bit of fun with themselves. And then a few of the employees that obviously have the uniform, they um, hopped on the hashtag on Twitter. And there's a screenshot here of a girl with the uniform on saying that she's already got the collection. Hashtag Sains Bay. <laughs> So that was basically the trend. Um, the employees were joining in, making a joke out of it. You know what? If I was Sainsbury's, I'd be honoured. Oh, I'd be honoured too. <laughs> I'd be honoured too. So I think that was clever. And again, simple, you know. It was just, there's nothing complicated about it. They're just having yeah. a bit of fun, aren't I like they? I that one. Um, so I found another one because I was kind of enjoying my research. And I don't know if you remember the Wagatha Christie scandal a few years ago there was a bit of beef between Colleen Rooney and Rebecca Vardy because someone had apparently been sharing private stories of Colleen and selling them to newspapers and she did a bit of detective work and she exposed Rebecca Vardy on her Instagram by ending the statement with and it was Rebecca Vardy's account (laughs) it was very dramatic bit silly really um so there was a hype around that at the time because it's hilarious and innocent smoothies who we're fans of here yeah um they released an image of some juice and there's an arrow pointing to the juice and it says the only thing juicier than colleen versus rebecca (laughs) (laughs) insinuating that their juice is the best the juiciest um rather than the gossip which I thought was clever because it's yeah, not, it's simple again, isn't it? And it's authentic and funny. 
And, and it just, worked well for them. It did work well. And it's like, it's not offending anybody. No, it's just having a bit of fun. Yeah. Nice. Which I think that's the key to reactive marketing. It's a little bit of fun. So, yes, reactive marketing can work really, really well. But, of course, there will be some risks that do come along with it. So, despite its many benefits, reactive marketing, as you say, can be risky. Um, Due in part to the limited time available to create and publish the content before it becomes irrelevant. So, obviously, they've got to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. Because these trends aren't going to last forever, you know. Um, marketers have fewer opportunities to thoroughly assess the phrasing or imagery used before an ad goes live, resulting in an increased likelihood of striking the wrong tone and incurring, incurring, <laughs> and incurring, sorry, and incur, <laughs> <laughs> and incurring a hefty PR backlash. So I went digging again around the internet because I wanted to find a poor example of reactive marketing gone wrong. And I found um, a post from BIC, South Africa, for National Women's Day. And they posted an image of a lady. And the caption is, look like a girl, act like a lady, think like a man, and work like a boss. Very interesting phrasing there. Mm. Um, Safe to say it did not go down very well. Um, there was massive backlash I've got one quote here Um, someone responded by saying what fresh hell is this and seriously think like a man stabs eyes out with big pen (laughs) (laughs) so it really did not go down well they actually had to issue a statement apologising saying that they didn't mean to offend anybody and it was never their intention and that they just didn't think it through because it was such a you know a quick like thing. a rushed play. yeah like a they wanted to do a post for national women's day so i think it's clear even though it's a it's a reaction post you've got to really think about it yeah you've got to I've be careful also, uh, seen brands as well that are getting backlash from reactive marketing especially um i've seen it in the comments of some of the um certified lover boy album cover posts um, where brands might have been a little bit later to create um, the artwork and get it out. People are like, oh, you're just jumping on the bandwagon and yeah, so original yeah. and, you know, you weren't the one that thought of this first. So I think it's important to mention that it can be, like, overly populated yeah, as well. interesting, actually. I never thought of um, that. Especially if you're one of the later ones to post. I guess, then, you've either got to be the first one... Or you've got to be within the first few to interact with the other brands. Yeah, and definitely, like, maybe making it more clever. Um, so, like, that KFC, certified. Nobody else sort yeah. of did that. They, they all just put, like, oh, certified. Um, so definitely putting your own spin on it as well, I think, could make it more popular. Um, but, yeah, being a little bit later, I have seen some backlash. Mm. So it's like, where do you draw that line? As an agency, obviously, we create content for um, other brands, other names. Um, can you remember if we've we've ever dabbled in reactive marketing? Uh, so, yeah. So, again, I'd say a lot of the content that we do for um, our clients is, you know, mostly proactive. But there's been times as well where I thought, oh, you know, 
maybe we could add a little bit of reactive marketing even if it's just something down to um the weather yeah uh, so i've put a post out recently uh, when we've had this nice weather spell in the uk um about one of the properties having a nice courtyard area you know some I mean, this nice know. weather's got us thinking about summertime barbecues in our courtyard sort of thing um so yeah that's gone down well as well people reacting with that post and talking about the memories they've had there which is really yeah. nice so it's yeah. worked well um so I, it's important that you know even smaller brands can hop on to reactive marketing you know it's not yeah, just for the, the following do you? it's not just for the bigger brands out there and and again it's just about using it creatively yeah again it's the authenticity you know it's an authentic way to to um interact with your yeah it's audience. really good at like showing your brand's sort of voice as well the sort of tone of voice that you have so you say we've used it a little bit do you think we could use it a bit more in the future? Do you think that's something that would sit well, work well? or? Oh, definitely. Like, I know it will be different for each client as well. Oh, yeah. Um, because, obviously, we have loads of different types of um, companies and different industries. Um, so what's fitting for one of those might not be for the other. Um, so I think it's important to, to note that as well. Um you know, there's certain brands that, you know, I definitely wouldn't be posting about Love Island on <laughs> because it's just not fitting yeah. to the audience. Um, but there's others uh, that we market to with a younger audience that so it could definitely be more fitting with and more relatable to them. Uh, so, yeah, definitely something that um, we could start using a bit more. So in the future, when you come to me with uh, two minutes notice for some artwork, I'll know what you're doing. Yeah, I... there's going to be like no one week turnaround with reactive marketing. I'm going to be like, Mia, quick. Oh my, oh, I need okay. this. <laughs> Give me some emojis. I'll do my best. Thank I'm you. nervous now. Maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> Well, as always, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your support. Um, keep your eyes out for our next episode in two weeks. See you next time. Bye. Not us sitting here watching this girl. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>